0: quitting church but it is about the idea of quitting our approach towards it uh, for a lot of people that uh, and a lot of believers you know people that would say hey, I'm a believer I'm a Christian or whatever they, uh, uh, the approach sometimes is pretty casual towards the things of God towards the principles of God and towards their local church.
1: Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chris Johnson, and today we're privileged to speak with Chris Songson, who is founding and lead pastor of South Hills Church in Southern California and founder of Church Boom, an organization that provides personal coaching to church leaders. Pastor Chris is also the author of Quit Church, Because Your Life Would Be Better If You Do, and that's the subject of Charisma Connection today. So, Pastor Chris, we welcome you.
0: Oh, thank you. No, it's an honor to be on the call. Thank you so
1: much. Well, may I say it seems kind of odd to have a pastor writing a book to start a movement of church quitters. You've got to explain that one for our listeners, please.
0: Yeah, well... Yeah, it, uh, the title alone has <laughs> has gotten a lot of uh, press. I don't know if you've seen it lately, but it was on Fox dot com, was on Fox and Friends. Uh, it's been all over the place and uh, doing interviews, and uh, that's definitely stirring up a lot of questions. But no, it's it's not about quitting church, but it is about the idea of quitting our approach towards it uh, for a lot of people that, uh, and a lot of believers, you know, people that would say, hey, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, or whatever, they... Uh, uh, the approach sometimes is pretty casual towards the things of God, towards the principles of God, and towards their local church, and so uh, it really is based on, hey, let's not. We're not saying quit church. We're saying let's quit our approach towards it, uh, and let's find a new way of approaching it with, you know, with a deeper passion and a deeper commitment. Um, one of the things is, just real quick, as I always say that, um, you know, I always I, I preach this a lot, teach this a lot when I travel and and whatnot, is that if. If you want to do anything great, you got to quit. You want to lose weight, you're going to have to quit something. You want to gain financially, you're going to have to quit something. You want to get a degree, you're going to have to quit something. Um, you're going to have to quit something in order to get better at it, to get better at something else. And for us to really grow in our faith and really you know, grab a hold of all the promises God has for us and reach our fullest potential in Christ— um, we're going to have to quit some approaches we have, uh, and if we quit those things, we can gain some gain some other things.
1: Well, now that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <think> <laughs> so uh, I see that Pastor Ferguson, Pastor Dave Ferguson, has written the foreword to your book. You've got some great endorsements here: Dino Rizzo, Mark Patterson, Judd Willhite. Um, how do you know Pastor Dave Ferguson?
0: Oh yeah, I've. Uh, I don't know. Dave, just from, uh, from Church Boom, is where we probably started a few years ago. He does some coaching for us on Church Boom. Uh, churchboom.org is our coaching for pastors nationwide. And um, and then we do some uh, conferences ourselves uh, out of Church Boom, which is our leadership arm of South Hills, and he's spoken for us at some of those. So we've built a relationship.
1: I see. Well, Dr. Steve Green, our publisher, has interviewed Pastor Ferguson here on the Charisma Podcast Network, so oh, great. we were privileged to uh, to hear from him as well. So yeah. so tell us, uh, what is happening in the church today? Could you kind of assess the state of the church for us?
0: Yeah, you know, I think that there's a lot of phenomenal things happening in, church, in the church world, and, and a lot of growing churches and thriving churches, and but as I talk with pastors, I think one thing is happening. Um, as I talk with pastors across the nation and uh, with our coaching network and, and, um, and in our own church, you know, you you just see a um, a little bit of less of uh, uh, commitment towards uh, the things of God. You know, you've got. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I have some stats there in the book. I'm going on memory here, but uh, and also in the recent article for Fox News is uh, uh, they they had the uh, I think it's 5% of all people have invited, last year, invited someone to church. 5% of all people that go to church invited someone to church. Well, that's not fulfilling the Great Commission when only 5 out of 100 are doing it. Uh, you've got less than 20% that are actually tithing. Uh, you've got, uh, I think was a recent stat came out that uh, the average believer last year attended 19 out of 52 Sundays at their church. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you start thinking about all these stuff, it's like, yeah, that's a bummer. Now, okay, we're a busy society, I get it, we're crazy busy, life's busy, all that, I get all that, but what? what I'm a very motivational type person, like, I love motivation. I I, I I travel and speak for Verizon, Home Depot, and I speak at their conferences, I'm kind of a motivational guy on the side, and uh, from my pastoral world, but the one thing is, is we're just missing out so much on the promises of God, like, there's 3,000 promises of God, and and we're like, well, you know, I, I won't really give. Well, man, you're missing out on a promise of God. Well, I'm not really going to, you know, kind of attend regularly, and i just kind of show up when I want to, and I'm not really going to engage, and, uh, and 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 churches are finding it harder and harder for that, um, for people. And, and it, it breaks my heart, because uh, I know the promises of God are real. I know that God wants to bless our life. I know that God wants to pour out blessings on us, and, and God wants to bring out the greatest in us. But... Uh, this is the way I always like to say, it, Chris, is that, that uh, we leave too many promises on the table.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, there's just too many promises left on the table. And I'm I'm just, I'm hoping that people read the book, pastors read the book, churches read the book, individuals, and just realize, you know what, I don't want to leave any more promises on the table.
1: So you see this book as for pastors as well as church members and maybe even people inquiring about the church, thinking about, should I go?
0: Yeah, I do. There's there's kind of two different kind of audience, a uh, couple different audiences. I think you nailed them all right there. One is, I think the average church attender or the person that's maybe not really attending church right now. It's like, where? Let's check out the promises of God. Let's check out what God has for our life. Let's see if this could really work for the pastor. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've actually created a website called Quitchurch.com. Quitchurch.com, and pastors can go to that site and they can pick up funny uh, uh, six sermon outlines, six small group videos, graphic packages, every, you know, promotional videos, everything they need for free to turn Quit Church into a series for, uh, for a Sunday morning series. So they can do a six-week series at their church, and we provide everything for free at quitchurch.com. So it's for pastors to help take their entire church through, and it's for the average attender and even the person that's kind of not sure about church uh, to realize and, and understand and that God's got some incredible things for us if we
1: just tap into it. Oh, it is kind of a burden of mine when I see people who are Christians, or at least claim to be Christians, uh, not attending the church and not even really giving it a shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, I do. And uh, I'm kind of a personal evangelist at heart. Like, uh, I'm always, you know, kind of just, I don't know, sharing my faith in a very very approachable way to neighbors and people that, you know, at the grocery store or at the gym that I work out at or whatever. That's just kind of who I am, and, and uh, yeah, it is. They don't don't get a chance. I, I described it one time recently to a guy. I go, you ever put on a shirt and just be like, man, this shirt feels good. I look good in it. My arms look big in it. Man, I really look great in it. I said, if you would just give Jesus a chance and put on the shirt, uh, you might be surprised how good it feels, uh, but you got to give him a chance. And uh, and he kind of laughed and stuff. It was at the gym, but that's kind of the idea. It's like, man, if you, if you give him a chance, uh, you might be surprised what you find.
1: Well, what kind of practical solutions do you offer in Quit Church to some of these, uh, you might say, systemic problems?
0: Yeah, no. well, there, I think there's some practical solutions. Uh, there's really six major things that we're looking at, uh, but, I, but I believe that uh, inside of the book, six principles uh, that kind of involve you in the local church and involve you in the principles of God. And uh, the six things that uh, look at, I think, are really practical, things like serving, like figuring out a way to get involved in serving uh, in your church, Um, learning to trust God with generosity. That's a hard thing for people to do financially, but, you know, uh, give some practical ideas on how they can start trusting God in in those areas. Give some real practical ideas on loyalty in your church. You know, um, uh, man, if we don't like a church these days, we just, oh, well, I'm done, I'll go to the next one. You know, Uh, boy, if the pastor uh, hurts us or, you know, or... Uh, because he didn't show up to the hospital or whatever, then we get upset and go to social media. And there's some real practical ideas of like, that's not really the way that God envisioned the church to be towards each other. So there's some real practical ideas about the the principles of God that that will help bring out the promises uh, of God in your
1: life. And in the book, you talk about a three-pronged approach to life. Could you explain that?
0: You know, it is uh, uh, the 3 prong approach to life is uh, really talking about um, what does God have for your life? What, is, uh, for you, what does God have for you? What you need to be doing and then what you can be doing for others. So it's sort of an up, kind of up out, and in approach. You know, God, what do you have for me? God, what I, can, what I can do for others? And then what about my own life? How can I correct things that are happening inside of my own life? Um, so that I can become everything that you want me to be and uh, and see what you want to do in my life.
1: So do you think some of these problems are basically for the church in America, or do we see these elsewhere?
0: I would say it, uh, strong, it feels to me strong, feels to me in my opinion. I don't know if I have any facts on this, but in my opinion, based on what I see and all the travels, it seems stronger in America than it does in, in a lot of other places. Um You know, uh, and I think the the more economically sound you are as a country or the more money that you have and the more, I don't know, things you have, the less you think you need God. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, I I would say you probably see that quite a bit in Australia. You might see that quite a bit in America. Uh, You're not going to see that as much in Africa. I'll be in South Africa next week, and it's just different. Yes. It's way different.
1: So what do you hope readers will take away from your book? Uh, what is your vision for this book?
0: You know, I, I hope I hope that the leaders, I hope leaders um, take this book uh, and they're able to bring it into the life of their church and the people that they influence and, and really um, help the people around them um, to see all that God has for their life. I hope that leaders grab a hold that God's got more for their life, but most importantly, as a leader, that God's got incredible things for the people they lead, uh, and that they challenge them to new heights and to new things that God has, and to help people not to leave so much on the table and to go after everything God has for them—the dreams, the hopes, the, the fulfillment. You know, um, I don't know what it is uh, sometimes in church, but we settle for average. You know, I'm um, well, an average marriage. I got an average this. I got an average that. I just. My personal opinion, we don't serve an average God, you know. I, I don't know if you ever sung the song in church, How Great Is Our God, sing with mm-hmm. me, you know. Uh, the song doesn't say how average is our God, how average is our God. He's just not average, you know. <laughs> he's, he's above average. He's excellent. He's great. And uh, and I, I think that we settle for so much less than God has for our life. You know, I don't know why we... We uh, for something for less than we, when we have a more than God. But I hope that leaders can take this, bring it into their church, man, and just cause their people to live at a whole new level. And if pastors will do this in their church, I believe because I see hundreds of pastors are starting to do it in their church, they will see. I believe with all my heart, they'll see an increase in giving, they'll see an increase in serving, they'll see an increase of inviting the unchurched, uh, they'll see an increase in their people's participation in their heart and in their spirit. Um, that's what I hope pastors do. They bring it in and leaders do. Bring it into the life of their church and see what God does.
1: Well, in line with all these things, would you like to pray to that more than God and lead our listeners in prayer as we close?
0: Absolutely. It would be my honor. Jesus, we are in love with you, and we are so grateful for your word. We're so grateful for your place in our life, and what you do and and, uh, and who you are to us and how much you love us and want the best for us, God. And I pray, God, um, that this book isn't just a book. There are millions of them out there, but um, that the spirit of the book, Lord, the spirit of the book, Lord, that is supported by your Scripture and by your Word, God, would get into the hearts of believers, non-believers, into the hearts of pastors as they bring this message into their church and create a series. And, God, that it would... Change people's lives, God. And I pray for every person that's listening to this podcast, God, that you would change their life, God. Let them tap into the incredible promises and greatness of you. God, for every leader, God, that they would take people through, God, these practices and they would begin to see uh, in their church and in the people that they lead, God, just a new spirit, God, and a, a new passion and a new desire and a new commitment. Lord, I pray for that, God, that you would do incredible things through the churches, through the leaders, and through the listeners, God, today. And we ask this in your name.
1: Amen. So, Pastor Chris Songson, and the book is called Quit Church, Because Your Life Would Be Better If You Did. And once again, that website was?
0: Quitchurch.com.
1: Very easy, quitchurch.com. So, Pastor Chris, we appreciate the challenge you've given our readers in this book who are looking for the best way forward for today's church. So thanks for joining us here on the Charisma Connection.
2: Fundraising is something almost every church, school, team, and club does, but for busy groups and leaders, it can be hard making time to sell. Rada Cutlery's internet fundraiser is so simple, it hardly feels like fundraising. With sign-up only taking five minutes, this program makes earning 40% fundraising profit as easy as posting on social media. Just head to radacutlery.com slash lp slash internet dash fundraising. Pick a fundraiser that works for you. Partner with a company that has 70 years of helping fundraising groups sell factory-direct, 100% made-in-the-USA kitchen products. Radacutlery. Again, head to radacutlery.com That's radacutlery.com slash lp slash internet dash fundraising.
0: This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network.